Welcome to the Intuitively You podcast, where we chat all things intuitive eating, body image, finding peace with food, and so much more. I'm your host, Jen Baswick, intuitive eating dietitian and embodiment coach, and I'm your guide along your journey to food freedom so that you can improve your relationship with food and your body to no longer hold you back from living your best, most fulfilling life. We'll be chatting about all the real talk, the tips and tricks, the struggles, and most importantly, how you, yes you, can finally find peace with food and your body. After each episode, I'll be sure to wrap it up with some takeaways for you to implement in your life, so make sure to stick around until the end. Now, let's dive into today's episode. All right. I'm going to do a little mind reading here to kick off this episode. If you're someone who's here listening because you are or have been struggling with binge eating, overeating, or emotional eating, I'm going to have to say that the thought of, can I lose weight while I heal my relationship with food, has probably crossed your mind. Did I read your mind? (laughs) Well, in this episode, we are going to dive into answering that question. Spoiler alert, the short answer to can you lose weight and heal your relationship with food at the same time is no, but also maybe yes, it's complicated. (laughs) And don't worry, I will explain the long answer in just a moment. Before we dive into this topic, whenever we're having the discussion surrounding weight, bodies, and body image, I always want to preface by acknowledging my own privilege. As someone who resides in a straight-sized, white, cisgendered, smaller body, I do have certain privileges that come along with this body that I currently reside in, in this world of ours. And even though I have previously struggled with my own body image and body dysmorphia issues, I don't have the lived experience of having a body that's that much different than my here and now body. I don't have lived experience of residing in a larger body per se. And I never want these conversations about weight, size, shape, and bodies to be about me. This is truly about you. Those of you who are currently struggling with your relationship with your body, your body image, and the way you view your body. I truly do strive to learn from the lived experiences of my clients, those around me, and from continuing education and professional development on this subject. So I wanted to acknowledge these privileges that I hold. And if learning about this topic from someone who lives in a body like mine, aka from me, doesn't resonate with you, that is totally okay. If you do feel comfortable learning from me and being here to expand our minds on this topic together, I'd invite you to do so with an open mind and taking what resonates, leaving what doesn't. If learning these topics from someone who does have these certain lived experiences is something that resonates with you more, by all means, please do so. Uh, Reach out if you want to be connected to other folks like that, but I am honored to be able to help you in this way and guide you through, you know, 
interesting topics that are very tangled up with diet culture and the way we perceive ourselves and and all of this stuff. Lastly, before we really get into the meat and potatoes, if you will, of this episode, if you have any lived experiences, thoughts, or feedback on this topic that you'd like to share with me, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at the intuitive nutritionist. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, let's dive in and find out if losing weight and healing your relationship with food can truly coexist. First, before we move on to the kind of complicated answer to this topic, I do really want to mention if you're someone who does have the desire to lose weight, know that that is absolutely valid. It makes sense why you would have that desire, especially living in the world that we live in. I never want you to think that you are not welcomed here because you do have that desire of weight loss. Everyone is welcomed here and within my programs like Embodied Food Freedom, the small group coaching experience. And I'll be straight up with you. Most, if not all, of my clients do still have the desire for weight loss when we start working together. And that's fine. I hold space for that. I hold space for us to explore that belief on a deeper level, kind of like we'll, we'll be doing here in this podcast episode today, but this is just scratching the surface, of course. And we move forward in pursuing a healthier relationship with food while holding space for the beliefs that currently exist and the desire to build new beliefs that make you actually feel like a better you, feel like you can truly step into who you want to be without, you know, feeling like you're being suffocated in a box that was built by someone else, diet culture. I want you to, you know, feel that expansiveness for yourself and your life and not be boxed in like that. So anyways, if you do have this desire for weight loss, I see you. Be open and receptive to the messages in this episode and see how it shifts the way you view things. So first off, before we dive into some of the mindset stuff around this and if it is truly a good idea to, you know, think about and be focusing on weight loss while healing your relationship with food, I want to answer the question like, what could happen to your weight (laughs) if you are pursuing, you know, improving your relationship with food, intuitive eating, you know, healing from binge eating, all of these different pieces, what could happen to your weight? Truly anything could happen to your weight. (laughs) No, that's not what you want to hear, but you could lose weight. You could gain weight. You could stay the same. Or you could have a mixture of all of the above. There's really no knowing exactly what will happen with what I call the potential healing fluctuations in your body weight while you're working towards improving your relationship with food. And I get it. That's a hard pill to swallow, especially if you've been chasing after weight loss for what feels like your entire life. I dive into this topic of what might happen to your weight when you're pursuing something like intuitive eating in episode number four. So if you want to head there and check out that episode after this one, you totally can. In this episode, we are going to talk more so about the why behind how focusing on weight loss is actually, you know, probably counterproductive 
when you are trying to overcome binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating. So let's dive right into it. (laughs) Why it's best we don't focus on weight during healing your relationship with food. I have a few, you know, answers for you or things I want to touch on for you about this whole idea of, you know, not focusing on weight loss while you're pursuing improving your relationship with food. So let's, you know, dive into it. First one and the biggest one being that focus on weight loss disconnects you from your body's cues. It, it does. I say it all the time. Improving our relationship with food comes from bringing the focus back to our inner wisdom, the internal cues of our bodies. Diet culture, dieting, and intentional weight loss, on the other hand, is all about the external cues to guide eating. Things that are outside of us, these external rules, right? Think about it. What are all of the weight loss tips like? They sound like eat this restricted amount, eat within this restricted window of time, don't eat this, don't eat that, you must move your body this much every day, et cetera, et cetera, right? Lots of rules. And what do you know that you need to do in order to heal your relationship with food? If you've been listening to, you know, this podcast or following me for a while, you might know this. If not, episode number two, Intuitive Eating 101 is a great place to start. So is episode number 27, How to Stop Binge Eating, a guide. So if you want to check those out and learn more about this stuff, you totally can afterwards. Just wanted to mention them. But what do we need to do to heal our relationship with food? You need to stop counting calories and macros, stop dieting overall, stop forcing yourself to undereat, and start eating enough for your body. Allow yourself to learn how to tap back into your hunger cues and honor them instead of the rules, letting go of the rules, calming your entire system down so that you can have a more peaceful, intuitive relationship with food and stop binging, overeating, or emotional eating, and many other things, right? That's not everything, but just, you know, setting the scene. Now, I know that may sound like a lot but stick with me here. Do you see how opposite those two lines of thinking are? If you're still focusing on weight loss as the goal, you have all of that weight loss, diet culture, and quite frankly, fat phobic rhetoric and narrative going on in your mind. And that's just not helpful. It really can keep you stuck from truly making progress towards food freedom. And I want you to know that because I know how frustrating it can feel to feel stuck. And this might be one of those things that may be keeping you stuck if you're putting weight loss as this forefront goal for yourself. Plus, if we are, you know, subscribed to that line of thinking and still under eating, aka you're stuck in that binge restrict cycle, if our body isn't getting enough you may not even be able to actually hear your hunger or fullness cues. And what we really want to do is over time as we're healing, we want to tap back into those. Of course, that's what we want to do. So 
the focus on weight loss is really disconnecting you from coming back to your internal wisdom and coming back to connecting to your body. And a lot of what improving your relationship with food is about is doing just that. Okay. And on top of that one, I do have a couple other reasons why focusing on losing weight while trying to heal your relationship with food is not a good idea. And another one of those being it keeps you perpetually chasing a body that's different from your here and now body. We can't really cultivate body respect or acceptance if you're always telling your body that it's not good enough and it must be something different. And with that too, like weight is actually not as within our control as we're told that it is. Diet culture makes you think that, you know, if you eat this way and you move your body this way, then bing, bang, boom, you're going to have the body that you want in the size that you want looking the way you want. When really it's not that simple. There are so many other factors that play a role in our weight, genetics being a big one, that we can't control. We can't. And I know, again, it's a hard pill to swallow and it sucks, but that's just the way it is. It's not as within our control as we're told. And if you're stuck in the diet cycle, in diet culture, and you're always wanting something different of your body, when is it ever going to end? When are you ever going to say, yep, now I'm good? Because if you think about it, if we think about the diet cycle and maybe your own experiences, that pursuit of losing weight and then dieting to find that pursuit or change your body, likely over time, whether that's a year, a couple years, a couple months, whatever it looks like, you might end up gaining that weight back and maybe more anyways. And then it all starts again. How long are we going to stay stuck in that? How long are we going to say my here and now body is not enough? It needs to be different. And again, like I said at the beginning, I don't have those maybe same lived experiences as you, but staying stuck in this not enoughness you deserve more. Doesn't matter what body you're in, you deserve to feel as though you're enough because you are. Okay? So, we want to get away from this perpetual chasing a body that's different from your here and now body. And having weight loss as that first and foremost goal isn't really going to allow you to do so, right? You fully, and I want to throw this in here too, have the autonomy to do whatever you choose. These are just, you know, professional opinions of mine from what I've learned over the years in line with healing a relationship with food and your body. But anyways, wanted to throw that one out there. (laughs) Another reason why focusing on weight loss may not be so productive when we're trying to overcome these struggles with food is that it keeps you stuck in diet culture. Kind of like what I was saying, right? We're going to stay stuck in the diet cycle if we're staying stuck with these goals of ours. How are we supposed to make peace with food and ditch rules when we're trying to focus on weight loss, which is filled with rules and shoulds? And if you're like many folks I work with or even my past self, 
the desire for weight loss or trying to change your body is likely what got you stuck in this whole mess of diet culture and now feeling really crummy with your relationship with food in the first place, right? That pursuit of weight loss maybe is what got you here today, not feeling great, not having a good relationship with food. I know that's a lot to think about, isn't it? Long story short here, we want to escape the diet cycle, not stay stuck in it. And now I want to talk to a comment that I get from clients really often, the intuitive nutritionist community really often, and listeners just like you all the time. And that is, quote unquote, but I need to lose weight right? (laughs) Have you said that to yourself before? Like, I need to lose weight. What do you mean? I can't just stop thinking about that. It must happen. I need to lose weight. And this thought often comes from a few places. One of them being that the constant reinforcement that thinner, smaller equals better, whether that's more, you know, worthy, more successful, beautiful, confident, etc., That belief has been instilled into you over your entire life. That is diet culture. (laughs) That is this, you know, completely unrealistic body ideal that everyone holds up onto a pedestal. So there's that reinforcement. There's also the concept that a smaller body equals a healthier body. Or kind of along the same lines, doctors telling those who live in larger bodies that they just need to lose weight. That's that whole thing. And I want to touch on that one a little bit more. And then there's also the very real systemic issues within our society that don't accommodate for those who live in larger bodies. Airplane seats, for example, right? So this need or feeling like you need to lose weight totally makes sense. It's it's a valid thought and belief to have. But I want to tell you, thinner does not equal better. A smaller body is not necessarily a healthier one. Doctors can be dismissive and super weight-centric. And also just acknowledging that some of those systemic barriers, they suck. It's unfortunate that we can't change those on the individual level. But that's the way things are in this society. And it does suck. Acknowledging that suckiness of it and doing our best, you know, as a collective to advocate for change on that systemic level. But like I said, I want to elaborate on this whole piece about doctors and health a little bit more because I know that's really a big hang up on this need too. So the typical standard education that doctors get is one that is filled with weight-centric beliefs. Many things in the health system revolve around the BMI body mass index, which is an incredibly, incredibly problematic indicator of health. It is not an indicator of health, in my professional opinion. 
But, you know, what's now come to light different from that line of thinking is twofold. The concepts that come from health at every size and how that has been researched. Um, what really that means is that someone can truly be healthy regardless of their weight or BMI status. And also another side of this is that weight stigma and the harm that the healthcare system does to individuals by dismissing their concerns and just saying, oh yeah, just like, just go lose some weight and then come back can actually be more harmful than any perceived weight concerns in the first place. So really combating this weight-centric healthcare model with the concepts and well-researched pieces of health at every size and weight stigma. And knowing that you know, it can be different. And just because a doctor has a really weight-centric line of thinking, it doesn't mean that they're right. <laughs> Truly, it, it doesn't mean that they're right. And I'm here to tell you that health itself is not determined by weight. There are so many other things that are truly better indicators of health status. Some of those things being, you know, maybe like our blood pressure, the amount of hours of sleep that you're getting, your energy levels, specific lab values, bowel movements, how you physically feel, you know, eating a well-rounded diet and including all foods and improving your relationship with food, right? Not getting into the whole disordered eating realm, your stress levels, your mental well-being, your emotional everything. You know, there are so many other things that go into our health that's not just weight. And even if, you know, say some of those things, for example, like lab values, right? Maybe some of those things are off a little bit. The answer is not to lose weight to fix it. It's to work on that specific indicator and the true behaviors that do line up with that indicator of health. Anyways, I'm getting heated and carried away. Should I do a whole episode on health at every size and BMI and weight stigma? Let me know if that's something that you'd like to see. I can totally make another episode on that whole topic itself. But I hope you get the point that I'm trying to make here is that sometimes this need for weight loss is not fact. Okay. And then I'll end off this topic with, you know, talking about health and weight by saying that health is also a privilege. Perfect health is not something that's always attainable. And it's important to know that as well. So, going in a little bit even deeper from this need to lose weight, another deeper um, thought or comment that I hear so often is, but I don't feel good at this size. Again, I don't have lived experiences. I'm speaking from, you know, experiences of others that I have learned from and I want to, you know, address this concern that comes up quite often. So if you're thinking to yourself, like, I just don't feel good at this size. I don't feel good and I want to feel good. And in order for me to feel good, I need to lose weight. My question for you is, 
why is it that you feel like you need to lose weight? What's the why beneath that? Like what's the not good feeling that you're attributing to weight or size? Are you feeling stiff in your body? Are you feeling a lack of energy? Are you feeling sluggish? Maybe you're out of breath doing things, not feeling confident, maybe judging yourself, like whatever it is, think about that right now, that question of why is it that you're not feeling good and why is it that you feel like you need to lose weight? and answer that question for yourself. If you need to, feel free to hit pause until you come up with your own answer because I want you to think about this for yourself if you resonate. And you know you can go ahead and hit pause now and then come back. Okay, now coming back, if you did hit pause and continuing with your answer in mind, I'll address some common ones and I'm gonna guess that what you're feeling you need to do is not really directly correlated to your weight or size. Maybe you think it is because that's what we've been taught to focus on, right? You're feeling off in any kind of way in your life. Oh, okay. Fix that by losing weight. (laughs) That's what we've been taught across our entire lives. But is it really Let's now look at this together and see what you can do to achieve what it is you're truly looking for. So what can we focus on instead of weight loss to be feeling better? What I really want you to know here is that weight is not a behavior. Weight is not something you can just do. You can't just wake up in the morning and say, oh yeah, today I'm going to, you know, on my work break, I'm going to lose weight. No, you can't. It is not a behavior. Like we mentioned earlier too, it's also not as within your control as you've been told. So what are things that you can do and things that you can focus on, behaviors, to truly feel better or embody what you're desiring for yourself? So say you want to have more energy. Okay, great. Let's maybe look at getting more sleep or a better quality of sleep. And I'm going to pause myself for a second. All of this stuff is generally speaking, of course, it would be on an individual level. But since this is a podcast, I'm kind of throwing all the things out there. Um, This is just generalized advice. Anyways, I want more energy. Maybe it's sleep or quality of sleep that we want to look at. Maybe this also means eating more And I hate to say it because I know this is also a scary one for so many, but maybe you're lacking a macronutrient like carbs, (laughs) or maybe it's protein or something different like fiber, right? Remember, whenever we think about nutrition in general, it's a whole other topic, we're thinking about adding and not taking away. Maybe this whole energy question means moving your body in a way that feels good to you. There are so many things that you can focus on to improve your energy that is not, let me just focus on losing weight, right? So shifting the focus. What about if you want to stop feeling stiff in your body? Maybe some things like stretching your body in the best ways that you can and just moving around with more, you know, just moving around more in your day can really help there. Often we sit at desks 
all day long and then the couch all night long, myself included, sometimes I'll find myself stuck in that. And no wonder our bodies feel stiff. No wonder they do. So maybe that stretching can be a really big aspect to your body feeling stiff. And I will note too, sometimes these things just get worse the older we get. (laughs) That's part of what happens to our bodies too. Aging, right? And it's not a weight loss problem. (laughs) It's just that we're getting older and our bodies are changing. What about if you want to stop feeling sluggish? Maybe here something that comes into play is exploring your binge or overeating or emotional eating behaviors. Really maybe reflecting on what actually might be going on beneath those things. Maybe that might be making you feel sluggish. Maybe this requires taking action to make peace with food. Or maybe this is about getting comfortable with your emotions and working on your mental well-being. Maybe like journaling, reflecting, going to therapy, different stuff. Maybe with the sluggish piece, there's also movement that comes into play. Maybe hydration is something. There could be so many things. Okay, what about something totally different than um, these more physical feelings? What about feeling more confident? This one is really about our mindset. How can you foster the feeling of confidence within yourself? And maybe you start by looking at things that are completely unrelated to your body in the first place. Maybe it's in the little ways that are getting good at a hobby that you enjoy and letting your confidence shine there. Maybe it's about moving through the fear of being seen. And maybe you do something like a friend of mine is doing right now and take stand-up comedy classes. You definitely don't have to do that one, just an example, but getting yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit more to expand your confidence. And then this one's also, this last one I want to touch on is a big one. What if you want to feel more comfortable in your body? Recognize that a positive what am I saying? Positive body image is not about loving your body every single day. That's just not realistic. And working working on your body image will in turn help you feel more comfortable in your here and now body. And I mean, body image itself is a multifaceted topic, but know that it is possible and there are steps and things and activities and mindset shifts that you can do to get there. It's just not something I'll have time to dive into all the things in this episode. Um, but this feeling comfortable, more comfortable in your body really comes from that body image work and acknowledging like having changes in your body might feel uncomfortable just because it's different. It's not something you're used to. And then there's also the avenue of body respect. So this could just look like wearing clothes that are comfortable for you to wear, not squeezing into clothes that don't fit you because you feel like you need to. And then of course, if clothes are too tight and not fitting, that's going to make you feel uncomfortable all day long. And such a reminder that you feel like something is wrong with your body, but it's not really that. You just need clothes that fit you and feel comfortable, right? I could go on and on about these behaviors and things that you can truly do, but really see how these things are different from just like, oh, I need to lose weight. There's a big difference. Let's shift this focus onto these things that are more within your control 
their behaviors, things that you can do, and also acknowledging that there are some things that are outside of your control and that's okay. That's okay. And please, this one's a big one. Please, 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 I'm begging you. Please, (laughs) you do not need to wait until you have a smaller body to start working on healing your relationship with food. You deserve to heal your relationship with food and overcome binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating in your here and now body. You are worthy in your here and now body of not just this and everything we talked about, but of all of what you desire for your life right here, right now in this body. And I want you to let that sink in. Maybe that feels like something that your system can't believe right now, and that's okay. We're just expanding a little bit and opening up the horizons so that you can shift towards embodying more of these ways of thinking of it doesn't need to be all about having a smaller body all the time. There's a lot more things to focus on to feel your best and live the kind of life that you want to live. And I'll leave you with this thought. How has focusing on weight loss thus far worked out for you? Really answer that question because if you are here and you are really interested in learning if you can, you know, coexist losing weight and healing your relationship with food, I want you to reflect on that. How has the focus on weight loss worked out for you thus far? And I'm going to guess probably not the best. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here stuck in the diet cycle. Am I right? And no shame in that. No shame in any of this. Please, for sure know that. But you are deserving. You are worthy in your here and now body of healing your relationship with food, of all of the things you want for yourself. And I am so excited for you to have this expanded mindset of this topic. And I hope that this helped to clarify some things for you, to answer some questions, I'm sure there's more questions maybe you have after listening to this. And if you do have more, again, feel free to message me on Instagram at The Intuitive Nutritionist and let's chat about it because I love hearing from you and opening up these conversations because that's what this is all about. We're not hiding behind the shame of all of these things related to food in our bodies anymore. We're opening it up. We're having having the conversations and we are moving forward into all that is meant for us in this lifetime. So thank you for coming along for the ride. And until next time, keep on living intuitively you. Thanks so much for listening to the Intuitively You podcast. You can find the show notes from today's episode along with all the takeaways at theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast. Let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at the.intuitive.nutritionist. Be sure to share and tag me when you're listening along. And if you're loving the podcast, I would be so honored for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button and leave a review. I'm so happy you're here and learning how to better your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. Until next time, keep on living intuitively you.